Welcome to the Digital Public Relations Podcast, covering news and trends in the digital space. Produced by the students in the Public Relations Program in the School of Media and Journalism at Kent State University. Hello, 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 good friends of the world. Welcome to the show. If you're not listening, you're missing out. Bear witness to the realest style. I'm your lovely hostess with the mostest, Zaria Moore. And I am your other hostess with the mostest, Kimmy Daniels. And today we are going to talk about what the heck is going on Mm -hmm. with Instagram, whether or not we still like it, and how that relates back to digital PR. We are going to start with the topic of likes. Instagram recently took away, like, likes for some people they can't see how many people like their posts Zaria, what are your thoughts i personally don't have that problem (laughs) my instagram still shows my likes um i however have talked with people that prefer to have um their likes shown it's i don't know if it's an attention thing um i don't know why some people have their likes shown and others don't Um, I don't think there's a problem with Instagram removing likes because what I post is what I post. I'm not here for any validation from other people. If you're following me, then that should be enough. Like, I don't feel like I need the likes. So I also don't have the problem. I still see likes, so it's not really an issue for me, but I kind of wish I didn't because I think Instagram needs to be more casual. I think like when Instagram first started, how you would just like post whatever you wanted, no filter, whatever. I wish it was going back to that but I feel like it's not so I hardly use Instagram Mm -hmm. but I think if we all couldn't see the likes and we all weren't just posting to see like how many people are gonna put a heart on this picture then I think it would be more casual I think people would be more like up to just post what they want to post I think that's a good point because sometimes I'll see a post it'll say like two minutes ago and no one's liked it I'm like do I want to be the first to like this and then there's that intimidation yeah exactly it's kind of intimidating weirdly embarrassing yeah like why like why is that even a thing like why do we think that way yeah i don't even notice the first person who likes my post so why am i Mm -hmm. freaked out it's just a weird (laughs) it's very ingrained in our brains i feel like like especially our age because it's just what we've grown up with like on social media we've constantly been like measured by the likes that we get or measured Mm -hmm. by the amount of friends that we have on facebook or stuff like that like i feel like that's so ingrained in us so if we took it away it would be like shocking for a lot of it would be some people might even get off the app if that's the case just to have that security of other people are liking this because if i see a post on instagram i'm not really looking at the likes but it'll say i like something when i do it and then like 150,000 other people like this. It's like, did my like even matter? Does it count? Right. And (laughs) like when I scroll on Instagram, I just pretty much like everything. Like I just Mm -hmm. scroll and like, even if I don't look at the picture or read the caption or really know what it says, (laughs) I literally will just scroll and double tap because I think it's fun. It's your page. Exactly. Yeah. This is what I'm following. So I'm sure I'm going to trust that I can hit the double tap. And keep Most of the time, uh-huh. but like, yeah. so I just scroll and I like everything. So do likes even really measure anything or does it just measure how many people were mindlessly scrolling and double tapped on your picture? Yeah. I mean, I've had situations where people were upset. Like if I posted them and one picture got more likes than somebody else. So then I feel like the like thing ties into our personal lives even beyond that. And then you got to mm-hmm. look at the people and be like, does it really matter? But like some people look at that like harshly be like, oh, well, your one picture of this person got this likes and you post me because then it's like. People in relationships, too. They're like, oh, I can't post my boyfriend. I'm going to get 50 likes compared to my 300. It's so funny because every single time I post a picture with my boyfriend, it gets, like, 50 less likes. And, like, (laughs) I don't care. Uh But I think it's so funny. And, like, Mm -hmm. my boyfriend and I always joke, like, oh, I'm going to post, like, I literally post a picture of my cat. And it gets, like, 
150 <laughs> likes. I post a picture with my boyfriend. It's like 90. Why? Like, it's so funny. And uh-huh. like people really care about that they stuff. They do. People will curate their mm-hmm. Instagram feed to get the maximum amount of likes. And like, why? And then as PR people, we also have to look at it as do likes really measure anything? And mm-hmm. if we took likes away on Instagram, would it make our job more difficult? That's a good point. And it goes into the conversation of if different influencers or brands look at your page to see how many likes you generate, would that affect them? Do I want to take them on my company if they can get this many likes, further engagement, more publicity? It's it's all tied into it, but it shouldn't have to be that way. We're just a like-based society, I would right. say. I feel like it got to a point where it just became so like instead of just being on social media, it became like we've made it part of our identity. Like how many likes we get became part of our identity. So I feel like it started like kind of innocently of like Instagram was like, if you can get a lot of likes and then you can maybe get brand deals. And like when that Mm -hmm. kind of started happening, like if you can generate a lot of engagement, then you can get a lot of these, like you can make money, you can get brand deals. And if we took away likes, then a lot of people would lose jobs. That's a good point. So it's like, but ethically, is that uh really a job that, is it, does it's it matter? Like, that's yeah. really what people could profit off of from a simple like. It's It reminds me of when, I don't know if this is still a thing, I'm sure it is, but when people would buy Instagram followers or mm-hmm. have, like, those bots just to like <laughs> it, just to show, like, oh, yeah, 400 people like this, even though I know, like, 50 of them. Right, and that's the other Weird. thing, too, because as PR people, we wouldn't be able to judge an influencer based on their followers because you can, you can buy followers. Exactly. So they could have... I don't know, like 100,000 followers, but only if they still had likes, only get 100 to 200 likes. So they have all these followers that mm-hmm. are just bought. And then if we, as a brand, pay money to them to be an influencer because we think they have more engagement and more power than they do, then that's a loss on our fault. Like, Oh, definitely. It's so fake. Yeah. Oh, that's so- deep. <laughs> that is, that's, that's pretty deep. But in the meantime, I'll still see, you know, my... My likes on my page, I guess. If they go away, they go away. I'm still going to use the app. Like, Same. It's my little time capsule. So. Same. And I think relating to that topic, I think it's important to make Instagram like and make all social media like a feed for yourself and like following the things that you want to follow and like engaging the things that you're interested on social media because I feel like it's become very um, influencer heavy, mm-hmm. very um, like... I follow this account and why do I even follow this account? Like, why do I follow any of the Kardashians? I do not care about the Kardashians, but I like want to see what people are talking about. Yeah. And like when I see people having conversations about it on social media, I want to know too. So it's like, if I actually just made my Instagram what I wanted for me, Mm -hmm. I feel like it would be much more powerful as an app because it would be so much easier to reach the like niche communities that exist on there. That's what you should do. Give it a shot. I honestly think I will. I remember when Instagram, I I think they still have it, but it's like the inspiration page or whatever, Mm -hmm. the insights or something, and you just see the top content. And Mm -hmm. then now we have like the reels, the TikToks, the videos. And sometimes I find myself too following things and I'm like, why am I like this? (laughs) And then if it's a private account, you got to follow the page to see the (laughs) account. Wait to get accepted if someone sends you a DM to be like, oh, look at this funny video. Right. So. And then at that point, it's like, did I, what was the point of this? (laughs) Like, why don't I even do this? Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's important, like, every six months to just go through who you follow. Spring cleaning. Yeah. Spring cleaning, literally. And just, (laughs) like, taking out, like, I haven't talked to this person in 
five years. Uh-huh. Why am I still follow them? Or like, I don't really like what this brand stands for. I mm-hmm. don't ever buy from them. Why am I still following exactly. them on Instagram? And curating it for yourself because then switching it to PR, that would make it so much easier for us. Mm-hmm. Like, to single out different communities and like find our target audience so much easier because mm-hmm. we can tell by the profiles that people follow what they want. And we don't even have to get that like creepy looking into the insights yeah. and see what sites people are on. We can just see what they follow. That would actually be a really good capture of like every essence about it. But I don't know if we'll see that day. I know. I don't think we will. I know, especially because Facebook owns Instagram. I feel yeah. like Facebook is very like corporate minded. Facebook mm-hmm. just wants to make money. So I think Facebook and Instagram are going to do what they're going to do to make money. Like Instagram is a shopping app now. Like yeah, there's what? a whole shopping page that I I'd never even looked nope. at. And I honestly I've never even really looked at the reels page either unless like <laughs> somebody sends me one. Because I get on Instagram to post into a void and yeah. like the things that I like and then keep pushing and then be done like i want to see the things that i'm searching to see and like Mm -hmm. if i can i can go to so many different apps and see video content i can go to so many different apps and see the same thing over and over again Mm -hmm. like why why do they all exist if we're going to try to put it all into one like the stories that started snapchat now it's on instagram but i think we're kind of on the rise of unfollowing just as a collective of people because i know people that are more about like unfollowing people instantly of just mm-hmm. like oh they did this like done like don't need a seat anymore mm-hmm. so yeah their whole business model i think would definitely change and then just going into it on a deeper level of how it becomes so fake and then just looking at the filters we have on instagram the way you can facetune your whole face body the whole environment really it's of the terrifying. whole picture yeah yeah but as a pr person you could unintentionally pay into that and completely sell something with a fake person that is like basically a bot. Yeah. So. Yeah. And filters terrify me because they literally, they started as like putting dog ears on you and like making you look like a dog or a pig or like yeah. look like something funny. And now it literally changes your entire face shape and it changes mm-hmm. like your lips and your eyebrows and your eye shape and your eye color. And it changes mm-hmm. you into what's like supposedly beautiful and it's like so bad for i think of like young people on Mm -hmm. social media right now like when you have the ability to change your face like that you're not going to actually know what your face looks like like that's going to lead to so many like problems with people yeah i feel like and then it just messes your mind up into a mold of like looking a certain way and trying to look like a filter and then just posting that so when you don't look in person how you look online it's the whole catfish situation of itself yeah so like, you're catfishing yourself you are you're convincing you yourself are. that you look different than uh-huh. you do and like it's not even your fault like i feel bad for young people and like for even like people our age because it's so easy to fall into of just posting with a filter constantly yep. and then believing that that's what you look like when there's really nothing wrong with what you look like without the filter true it's just everybody does it so you Mm want to have that same face shape and like that same cute look or the glitter on your face and stuff like we're all victim to it because it's like oh it's cute i want to do it but it's Mm -hmm. also like do you have to why are we doing this is it for the likes is it for the attention is it just for are you doing it for yourself there's so many questions within it it's i don't know i feel like we're on the rise of that even more of just the whole body modifications in general of just altering our face now in reality and online Mm -hmm. and it just goes back to a facade and relating it to the digital pr piece like i said it's almost like how do you know what's real so you have for example when i think it was the kardashians or someone selling the fit tea or Mm -hmm. something and then already (laughs) using 
you already you got your waist your waist. trainer. Yeah. You got your body. All of like it. you have a trainer yourself. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like it's not just your little tea that you're drinking no. and getting paid fifty thousand dollars. Sells exactly. People yeah. buy it. Like oh, I can have that waist on. Even though she made it on Facetune, mm-hmm. I'm gonna pay all this money to a tea the company. Gets the business. The influencer. Yeah, they get all the money and monetary value. It's sick. Yeah. And now like I know personally, and I know a lot of people look at those companies like the fit tea companies. Mm-hmm. Like oh, this is just fake and stupid. Whereas if they would have taken a different like regular person mm-hmm. like hey are you working out and trying to get a little bit of extra weight loss like yeah and marketed it completely differently to like honest like honestly like yes. i always think of the airy real campaign yeah i love that campaign and i see a lot more um like savage x venti does it like mm-hmm. with just not editing and having women of all sizes and people of Absolutely. all sizes like modeling i think that's so important because it just shows that like it does sell. Like, yes, it does. Representation matters mm-hmm. all the way. And for so long, like so many brands like Victoria's Secret were just mm-hmm. skinny white women. When that's, yes. that's not what sells. That's only like a very small portion mm-hmm. of the world. So when people see themselves, they're going to be so much more up to buy because it looks you like, see yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, that is me. Like I am out there. Now I know that physique, the look, all of it. Like you can do it too. Right. So I feel like our culture is almost on a rise with that as well as many things we can work on. I feel like we are going like more progressive in that sense, which I agree. is huge. Yeah. I think it's like, honestly, like very black and white. I think there's yep. some people who are very filter, very um, like body modification. Mm-hmm. And then I also think there's people who are very like, nope, completely natural, want to yeah. have all body types. Like I think it's kind of split, but I do think that the people who are like, why are we modifying ourselves? I think that voice is becoming louder and louder like mm-hmm. throughout the past couple years. Yeah, and it definitely needs to always be a conversation in the room, to me. I mm-hmm. mean, I've seen, I've, I've known friends that have done stuff like that. And it's just kind of like, what what is the purpose? Right. So, mm. yeah. Overall, what do you think about Instagram, good or bad? Do we still like it? I do still like Instagram. It is not my favorite app. Um, I like it for being able to have my own time capsule, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. I still like the app, but if... My account got deleted. I'm not going to cry about it. Same. What about yeah. for like digital PR? What about as a PR professional? What do you think? For digital PR, I definitely think it, it can be valuable, but it depends on the market and the company. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the best platform. It's helpful, but I don't know with the rise of all these modifications to Instagram, if that's going to be the best choice in the long run. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. agree. I like, I'm the exact same because personally I like Instagram. I think it's a good platform. It's not my favorite. Twitter's always going to win. It, yes, yes. Obviously. But it's just, if it becomes more casual, I think it could be a really good tool for personal people, like for our lives to follow what we want to follow and see what we want to see. And mm-hmm. as PR professionals, like I said, because it'll help us seek out different communities. But I think if it keeps going the way that it's going, it's just going to keep going downhill. I don't oh, think yeah. it's going to be around in five more years because no. nobody really likes it anymore. No, it's the shopping stuff and it's just too too much going on at one point. So I think it's kind of on the fall. Same. All we wanted was chronological order. And That's it. And we still don't have that. Don't have that. Now I have get... shopping. Uh, no, no one wanted this. <laughs> no one. Crazy. Don't need it. Don't need it. But I will, however, drop my Instagram if you like to follow me. <laughs> With that said, um, it is Zaria, Z-A-R-I-A, period, Janelle, J-A-N-E-L-L-E. 
<laughs> and mine is Kimmy Grace 4000. Kimmy with a Y, Grace, like, you know, the church name. And 4000, 4000. And if you want to listen to my true crime podcast, it's called Truly High Crime. You should check it out. You should definitely check it out, everyone. Thank you <laughs> so much for listening to our lovely podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or any type of feedback, We'd shoot us a message. It. We would love to hear it on any platform. Please. And thank you so much for listening to us today. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Ciao. Bye. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe, share, or send us your comments on SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify. Find us on Twitter using the hashtag PROnlineChat. We're looking forward to hearing from you. 